What is up, you guys? Thank you for listening to the Gina Bianca podcast. It's been a while, and I apologize for that, but I have been so busy traveling and teaching, seeing all of you in person, and I'm just about to wrap up my hairstylist hustle tour. It has been incredible, and I'm just super grateful to meet all of you and to spend the day with you. I have a few more classes left. I will be visiting Cleveland, Cincinnati, Louisville, Kentucky, Princeton, West Virginia, Wheeling, West Virginia, Palm Harbor, Florida, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I've also added one more business class at the Network Salon, and uh, I wanted to share with you all the intro for the class because it's really good. It's kind of an ass kicker, so I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Leave me a review. Leave me a comment. Send me a DM, and please share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. All right. I hope you enjoy, and if you want to come see me live, you could visit www.ginabianca.com slash hairstylist hustle to get one of the last tickets available to my class. So enjoy this episode, share it, and I hope to meet you live in person. Have an amazing day. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast, where we talk about life, business, entrepreneurship, the beauty industry, and beyond. My name is Gina Bianca, life and business coach, salon owner, educator, mastermind mentor, and your host of the Gina Bianca podcast.
of all of my like best education for you. So I recommend printing it off. I would go bankrupt if I printed it. <laughs> I put it in a folder like this, like a little binder. It's amazing. But in an effort to be a little more eco-friendly, I'm going to let you guys print it if you want to, or you can access it on your phone. Totally up to you. Cool. So your workbook is amazing. Don't forget to go in there. And I want to just open with a little like reality check. I always tell Alexandra to stay close to the door. We might get canceled like <laughs> within five minutes of every city. But I want to just go over kind of like where we're at and as a country and how we can succeed as business owners. So where we are today, so our generation obviously has its challenges, right? Am I right? It's kind of difficult to get ahead today. Does anyone have TikTok? Do you ever open and see like an 18 year old crying about working a full shift at Starbucks? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I heard that. Or you might just open your phone and it's just like pervasive complaining about, we'll never buy a house. Our generation fucked, our parents fucked us. Like all of the negative, victim, bullshit. Times are tough for most people, right? Inflation is high, home prices are high, interest rates are high, patriotism is at a low. People like literally hate this country who live here. And it's really sad. I'm like, geez, we always say jeepers, Billy. Like, we're like, what? Like, it's just a lot to take in. There's a lot of division. It's like, you can't even put on the news. It's hard to get ahead. And social media just is a place for pervasive complaining. Everybody has a microphone. And it's a little much. It's like hard to escape, right? It's hard to tune out the negativity. And it's hard not to have in the back of your head that like underlying feeling of fear. Like, is everything going to be okay? But what I'm trying to say is that victim mindset is rampant. Like, it's everywhere. And just some perspective, every single generation has their challenges. These just happen to be ours, right? So previous generations suffered with world wars. I always say I need multiple revenue streams to live the lifestyle that I want, but at least I don't have to think about my husband getting shipped off to war right now. <laughs> like, I try to be grateful for like what's here. Uh, recovering from war, it takes like generations to recover from the trauma of war. Slavery, terrorism, the Great Depression, women's suffrage. Like women used to not be able to do anything, like we were property. And now we're able to run businesses. We can do whatever we want, pretty much. And the point is, without minimizing people's difficulties, because there are real victims, like there are real people who are struggling all over in America, all over the world, without minimizing how difficult times are, the critical thing I'm trying to say is avoid being a victim at all costs. Because if you have goals, if you have dreams, if there are things that you want to do and you're stuck in the victim mindset, you are going nowhere. You're just going nowhere. Like you need to realize when you're in the victim mindset and then have strategies to pull yourself out of it. I have definitely been in the victim mindset before. And there are times when things happen, I go right back to that place. And I've had a lot of therapy and I've done a lot of work on myself. And I'm not perfect, 
But something that's gotten really a lot better for me is I'm able to identify quickly when I'm in the victim mindset and I have strategies to pull myself out. I'm like, whoa, I'm like being a victim right now. This is getting me nowhere. And I have strategies to pull myself out of it. So when you do coaching and therapy and all of these things, or if you're doing work on yourself, it doesn't mean you're perfect or cured. It means you're not suffering for as long. Right? She Let's is. <laughs> we'll put it on the podcast. Yeah. Cool. So um, I want to bring that up to you guys because how do you know when you're in a victim mindset? This is written nowhere in your workbook. It's not in here, but it's something I do want to share. So if you want to write it down, maybe put it in your notes on your phone or something. But you know you're in the victim mindset. You're suffering when you're focused on loss less, never. My biggest business coach, mentor, idol, Tony Robbins says, pain is a part of life, suffering is optional. Suffering happens when you believe you're powerless to change your circumstances. So when you're focusing on loss, less, never, that is a warning. I'm in the victim mindset, I gotta do something to get out of it. For me, like the best way to change your state is water, take a shower, get off your phone, go for a walk. Like the elements, earth, wind, water, fire, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, so take a shower, get out in nature. Something I did at my yoga teacher training last year, do you guys wanna know what I fucking did? Every morning at four o'clock in the morning, I stared into a candle for 30 minutes. <laughs> Could you imagine? I told my husband, he was like, I would have a mental breakdown. I was like, I did. Oh, but when I said fire, it just reminded me of that. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. It's called Tratika. Tratika, staring to a candle. Definitely an interesting practice. Yeah, staring into a fire is cool. Yeah, right? It's like if you're sitting on a bonfire, you're just like, it's almost hypnotizing. Yes, I love it. If you find you're in the victim mindset, you've got to recognize it. That's the hardest part. Have you ever been friends with someone who always has a problem? A problem that nobody can solve? Do you want to be that person? If you don't know that person, you are that person. <laughs> It's true. It's true. So if you have goals and dreams, I already know this is my favorite crowd that I've had all week, so I like this. <laughs> Did you, we just become best friends. Okay. <laughs> so if you have goals and dreams, don't be ashamed to work hard for them. Be grateful for the opportunity to be free, to be in the best industry in the world. I really do believe we're in the freaking best industry in the world. Like I've been able to do so much with just my license. You know, we really do have so many opportunities, truth, truthfully. And the fact that you have the opportunity to elevate every single day. Every day is a new day, right? Yesterday sucks, it's a new day. Like, we have the opportunity to just have a, a new slate. I might be a shitty leader today, but tomorrow I'm do everything I can to be a better leader, right? Most people have much less opportunity than us, okay? So why did I call this class the Hairstylist Hustle? This is from an Instagram interaction. So it's a little tea. It's piping hot. Piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
had this interaction, and if you guys have been following me for a decent amount of time, you might have saw this post because I posted it a few times. But it says, I did not get where I am today by working 30 hours a week. Okay? Now, this post is a great post to get unfollowed and to get new followers because it's really dialing in my ideal customer, my ideal audience, right? My ideal person is a hustler, the go getter, the person who just wants to achieve their goals, right? It's also a great way to like stir the pot a little bit, which I didn't realize until I saw a post the next day that said, hustle culture is toxic, influencers should not be posting and promoting hustle culture. And I'm just like reading it, and I like felt like it was about me. I was triggered by it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I was triggered by it, I guess. And I know the person pretty well. And you guys would probably know them. And they're a very successful salon owner, educator. They make a lot of money working with brands. They've got it made, okay? And they're also the same age as me. So I know they've been building their credibility for a long time. So I like to comment. <laughs> I like to comment to just be like, start. I love starting conversation, okay? So I just write, correct me if I'm wrong, did you not work, grind, and hustle for 15 years to get to the success that you are today? And her response was, yes, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> she got there, right? You don't have you to. You don't sit on your butt doing nothing and get somewhere. So I was just like, great, so every person who's following you because they want to do what you want to do, you're giving them the opposite advice. Awesome, love that. That day on, I was like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat my advice for people because they can't handle it. I'm not for everybody. I'm going to tell people exactly what they need to hear with kindness and compassion. I'm not an asshole, right? But I am never gonna like dull who I am and how I got here to make other people feel comfortable. It's just not gonna happen. So when I was building this class, I was like, I wanna teach people how to freaking grind and get to where they wanna go and exactly what to focus on to get the results that they want. Because in this day and age, like we're in a recession, things are crazy. Like if you're not like, if you have big goals, you have to try. And not for anything. There's 50 amazing hairstyles in here. There's competition. Like you have to set yourself apart, right? So it's just not easy. And I wanted to name this class something, and I'm sure people, when they saw the name, they rolled their eyes, right? Some people, but I know the right people are just like, yeah, right? So that's why I named it this. And I wanna just like tell you, when you see stuff like that, promoting work-life balance, I love that. But I don't want to feel ashamed to work hard for my goals. I always think of my mom, my dad was in jail growing up, and my mom worked three jobs to take care of me and my brother. Right? So don't compare yourselves to others, and don't be ashamed to work hard. The caveat to it is you have to love yourself and your vision enough to take care of yourself. Right? you got to find your own definition of balance and not compare yourself to others is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say work 90 hours a week, don't take breaks, and burn yourself out. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying sometimes the big goals that you have require hard work, and sacrifice and obsession. But when you get there, you're gonna be so grateful for everything that you did.
but you gotta find ways to take care of yourself that work for you. Like for me, I have spent so much of my life hating my body, hating how I look, feeling like I should be doing more, not being healthy enough, not being this enough. I have spent so much time wasted beating myself up for not being perfect, comparing myself to other people. And like, I feel like in your 30s it clicks. Like, I feel like in your 30s, it really clicks. Like, you're just like, no, I have my way. It doesn't have to be perfect like Instagram, okay? So you got to find your way, okay, whatever that looks like. So take some time to think about what that looks like for you. Success looks different to everyone. You may not want to work five days a week, double booked, three days a week, double booked. You may want to have one guest at a time in an intimate, small, cozy experience. You may not want to travel and teach. Maybe you want to do one-to-one -one coaching. Maybe you don't want any side hustle. Maybe you want to do everything all in on one thing. Maybe you want to work two days a week and make as much as you possibly can and spend the rest of your time with your family. What I do and what you do, that's our definition of success. So don't compare yourself to other people. Find what works for you. And I want to leave you with this quote before we get started in the actual class. This is my favorite quote. It says, the definition of hell is, your last day on earth, the person you became, meets the person you could have become. And every time I read this, I get chills. Even, I mean, I taught this class already like six times, and every time I read it, I still get chills. And you know what it makes me think of? 80-year-old Gina down the road. Like, what am I doing for her? Right? So you got to care about yourself. And you got to care about your vision and what you really want and take care of it so that when you do meet that person, it's exactly what you wanted. Cool? How you guys feel? <sighs> My ear of corn needs air. <laughs> <laughs>